0: To the legend behind Labamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Newton Group Transfer. They are here to help you if you're stuck in a timeshare. I, these stories from people How much should you take? Talk about that tonight. We'll talk about the latest on election fraud, and we'll talk about the greatest prank I've ever seen. All that's coming up right now on I'm Right. Power is a funny thing. Everybody wants it. On some level, everybody wants it. Even if you're sitting at home right now and you're thinking... I couldn't care less about power. That's not true. I mean, maybe yours is a smaller level. Maybe you don't seek to be leader of the free world one day, but you you want some form of power over something or someone. Maybe lots of someones, depending on how much of a sociopath you are. I don't know. But power is funny, and power creates certain dynamics. But one thing that's absolutely true about power, universally, throughout history, it ends. At some point in time, no matter how all-powerful some person is, some entity of some kind, some nation, no matter what, it will end. And how it ends, and when it ends, all that differs, but power does end. And what weirds me out is people who have it, people who abuse it, they always conduct themselves as if it won't. Always. They just, they run roughshod with their power over the population or whoever they have power over. And then they're stunned when it comes crashing down. My question to you tonight is simply this. We have more coronavirus restrictions coming. We do. Some are already getting put into place. There are going to be more coming. Let me explain. We are now entering the season where more people get sick. More people are going to stay home and stay inside. And while I am certainly not a doctor, I do know that any infectious disease is going to do better in that environment than outside in the sunshine. That's why more people get sick this time of year, every year. This is universal. So more people are going to be getting coronavirus. It's a fact. There, are. More people are going to be dying from coronavirus. More cases are going to be going up. And because we as Western society and the United States of America more specifically have decided wrongly, but because we've decided that the answer to coronavirus cases is locking things down, everyone go home, stand six feet away from everybody like an idiot, put on a mask. Since we've decided that's what you do, more are coming. And I know what you're thinking right now, but Jesse, there's a there's a vaccine come on you watch my show you watch my show you're not just some some naive moron wandering around looking at the butterflies do you honestly think governors mayors presidents senators do you think the vaccine's going to come out and they're going to say to themselves hmm yeah they got a vaccine you know what let's give back all this power we've taken. I don't even want this power. Do you want the power, Marty? I don't want the power. Do you honestly think that's going to happen? When's the last time you saw something like that happen? Do you really believe with all the people, mostly politicians, but others too, who've been caught violating all their own coronavirus rules, do you really think these people are in this because they care about you, because they care about getting coronavirus or you getting coronavirus? Do you think they're doing all these lockdown things because they just care that much? Just try to do the right thing. No, they're doing this for the same reason man has always done things. They want more power. They're not giving it back. They're not giving it back. Not ever. You're going to have to take it back. And you are going to have to decide when you've had enough. You're going to have to decide. I still get emails all the time. Jesse, this is what's happened to my business. Jesse, in business, 20 years, we're gone. 30 years, we're gone. Jesse, I've lost everything. Jesse, I've lost everything. And they're awful. It's the most gut-wrenching thing you've ever seen in your life. When is it going to be enough? And what's appropriate? What's not appropriate, something has to be, right? I don't care whether it's the state government, local government, federal government. If you've decided, I can't earn a living anymore, at some point in time, I have to disagree. At some point in time, I have to either do something about that or starve to death. Maybe it's time for businesses across the United States of America to open. Maybe it's time to open. How can we tell them otherwise? Think about what they've seen. Think about how they had to stand by and watched all the Antifa, Black Lives Matter degenerates flood the streets, protests, violent riots, huge crowds, dance parties. Not a word from the health experts. Not a word from the politicians. Not a word from the news analysts. Oh, look at these. Look at these poor downtrodden. Speaking truth to power. Oh, what's that? You want to have Thanksgiving with your family? No, 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 no. That's a super spreader event. Maybe it's time for small businesses to just be free. And you can tell me till you're blue in the face, Jesse, I don't want these lockdowns. Yeah, I believe you probably don't. You obviously know I don't. But I don't believe for a second the American public is totally against lockdowns and masks and social distancing, because if they were, we wouldn't have them. You see, we still have all these crazy things because the American people, not you personally, but the American people as a whole, have accepted them. Stop accepting them you see this stuff in Los Angeles? Look at this.
1: Today's Safer at Home order comes with a new warning from L.A. County's Public Health Director. If people don't listen to this, more restrictions, as you mentioned, could follow. The order actually prohibits any gatherings outside your own household for the next few weeks. Exceptions are made for attending church and protests. Essential retail is now limited to 35% capacity, meaning you may notice more lines to get inside grocery stores once again. Non-essential retail and personal care services are limited to 20 percent capacity and outdoor gyms if they're opened are limited to 50 percent capacity
4: just a couple things you may have missed them just a couple things on that things may get worse if these things aren't adhered to aren't you about tired of being threatened like that make no mistake that's a threat that's a threat from mayors. That's a threat from governors. That's a threat from senators. Do what I say. Do what I say or else I'll have to do even more. You're not a subject. You are a free American citizen. They serve you. You don't get to threaten me ever, ever. In fact, you should be scared to threaten me. You don't get to threaten me. This is America. This is not somewhere else. And the second thing I thought was I thought it was hilarious. You can attend church and protests. Come on. We know what's going on here. We know what's going on here. This is a gigantic power grab. How much more of it are you going to take? And like I said, they're already out there saying the cases are going up well i want to be straight with the american people it's going to get worse over the
1: next several weeks but the actions that we take in the next several days will determine how bad it is or whether or not we continue to flatten our curve and right before thanksgiving we actually saw cases start to plateau in many states that have been aggressively mitigating and as i mentioned there are steps you can take right now but i also want people to know there's hope Uh, we are mere weeks away from starting to vaccinate the vulnerable. And uh, we can significantly protect people who are at risk for this virus. So hang on just a little bit longer. Understand that the science out there has never been stronger to support the wearing of masks. You shouldn't have to have a mandate to do the right thing to protect
4: your neighbor, to keep schools open. Stop saying flatten the curve to me, too. I'm old enough to remember when this gigantic farce began and I was told 15 days to flatten the curve. Now, granted, on day one, I said, no, this is a really bad idea. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. But I remember over and over and over and over again, they made parody songs about it. 15 days to flatten the curve. Just 15 days, flatten the curve. Flatten the curve, 15 days. Take your flatten the curve, roll it up in a tight little wad, and... You know what? It's a family show. Stop saying those words to me. Either we decide as a nation that we are going to find a way to live with this or we are going to die. I just saw a headline. One third of small businesses in New Jersey are gone already. Gone. We are committing national suicide for a virus with over 99% survivability rate. I have never even heard of anything like this in my entire life. Are we that soft? I, I hate to ask it. Are we that soft? Is this what we are now? Just send me home, take away my job, let me watch some Netflix. Hey, somebody get some takeout and send me a stimulus check. Is that what we are now? I can't believe that's what we are now. And we have these meaningless gestures all over the place. I love this one from the NFL. This is great. NFL facilities, this is from Commissioner Goodell, NFL facilities to close on November 30th and December 1st to try to slow the spread of COVID in the league in response to the continuous increase in positivity rates throughout the country, as well as our understanding that a number of players and staff celebrated the Thanksgiving holiday with out-of-town guests All in-person team activities on Monday, November 30th, and Tuesday, December 1st, will be prohibited. Blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you something. I'm not even going to read the rest of it. Two days? They're shutting everything down for two days? What does that do? But hey, at least we finally have somebody, somebody pushing back against this madness. New York got quite a blow with the Supreme Court stepping up and saying, uh... You're not allowed to keep people from church. We shouldn't even talk about how close that decision was. But still, this Cardinal Timothy Dolan had this to say. Our churches are essential. I'd like to congratulate Bishop DiMarzo and Brooklyn Diocese. I probably said that wrong. I'm not Catholic. On their victory for, relig- for religious freedoms in the U.S. Supreme Court. Our churches are essential. While we have been and will continue to adhere to all safety protocols to protect our communities, it is also important... To protect that fundamental constitutional right, religious liberty. You have to decide how much of it you're going to take. And I've told you before, I will tell you again, and this sucks, but it's true. You're going to have to adjust your thinking to a more rebellious way of thinking going forward, or you're going to have to just simply become a sheep. You're not going to be able to exist in this completely leftist-run system without rebelling against it or bowing down to it. There's not a third lane. Start becoming a rule breaker. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. You know what else should make you uncomfortable? That as you're sitting here watching me right now, there are cyber thieves browsing the internet for you for me, for your home title. You wouldn't even think about it, right? That's what they're doing. They're sitting at home looking for ways they can hack into your home title, grab it, forge your signature on it, and take a loan out against it. You'll never even know they were there. They'll scam off scot-free with your money. You have a loan you have to pay back or you get evicted. I'm not making that up. Go to HometitleLock.com and sign up today before you get cleaned out. HometitleLock.com. Don't forget, use the promo code RADIO. That actually gets you
2: 30 days free. We'll be back.
4: How should you feel about the election? Have you thought about it? Because i'll be honest i'm having a thing right now i'm just just you and me talking i'm having a thing i'm having a good jesse versus bad jesse thing that happens a lot obviously good jesse does not win many of those but well here it is good jesse's thinking like this i don't like these questions about the integrity of the election i want america to be better than that i want americans of all races, shapes, sizes, colors, political parties, ages, to look at our elections and know they were free and fair because that's who we are, the shining city on a hill. That's what good Jesse's thinking. And I'm not saying good Jesse's wrong. Bad Jesse isn't saying that at all. And you can call this spite. You can call it a grudge. You can call it payback. You can call it justice. But you know what bad Jesse thinks? Screw you, Democrats. That's what bad Jesse thinks, and it's not because I have disagreements with the Democratic Party. Obviously, I do. That their values are not my values. It's fine. The way Democrats conducted themselves for four years—that was not normal. I want you. I want you to pause and think about it for a moment. That wasn't normal. A special prosecutor for two years with a bogus investigation, that's not normal. Oh, and held out the results until after the midterm election, that's not normal. What they did to Brett Kavanaugh, that's not normal. What they did impeaching the president of the United States of America, that's not normal. They conducted themselves for four years like some radical insurgent party. Russian agent Donald Trump, Brett Kavanaugh is a serial alcoholic gang rapist, impeached the president for a standard phone call. Four years of that. Four years. You remember what it was like. So are we really going to give them four years of, well, Joe Biden's my president. And again, I'm, I'm conflicted. I, I don't know. Because I want the elections, obviously, to all be fair and legit. At the same time, whether ours was or wasn't, I don't think you deserve four years of peace. I don't think you deserve four years of, well, Joe Biden is my president. I'm going to be the bigger man. What have you done to deserve that? Peace has to be a two-way street peace can't only come when you get your way that's not peace that's you dominating me peace is mutually agreed upon or peace doesn't exist so i don't think i want to heal i know that's bad jesse talking but i'll tell you what bad jesse's winning and look the american public They don't like what they've seen. This is a Rasmussen tweet. Rasmussen, the famous polling company. Voters now believe there was enough fraud to ensure Biden win. Almost half, 47% of U.S. likely voters now believe there was enough fraud to ensure Biden would win in the recent elections, including 75% of Republicans and 30% of Democrats. That is a gigantic number. 75% of Republicans and 30% of Democrats. That is a gigantic number. And you know what else it tells you? It tells you the American people's faith in the media is going downhill. And if we can say anything right now, as far as good news goes, that is a good thing. The American people need to look at what they see on the news and automatically assume it's a lie. Because almost all of it is. And Trump, some people love what he's doing, some people hate what he's doing, but Trump is hammering the gas pedal on this stuff.
3: We have stories that are unbelievable, but we're not allowed to put in our proof. They say you don't have standing. I said I'd like to file to the lawyers. I would like to file one nice, big, beautiful lawsuit, talking about this and many other things, with tremendous proof. We have have affidavits. We have... Hundreds and hundreds of affidavits, like the people that you saw the other day in Pennsylvania, are willing to sign under penalty of perjury, you go to jail. Willing to sign, unlike Comey, who didn't go to jail for lying, by the way, and McCabe, who didn't go to jail for lying, which is an amazing thing to me. We might as well bring it up. But under perjury, you go to jail. We have hundreds, getting to be thousands, if they're coming in all the time, and these are respected people, these are people that are putting their lives at risk, and they don't want to take the affidavits. Then they say, we don't have proof. I wanted to file one suit, Donald J. Trump, President of the United States, against, you know, and, and put everything in a one simple suit, and they say, sir, you don't have standing. I say, I don't have standing. You mean as President of the United States, I don't have standing. What kind of a court system is this?
4: Whether you agree or disagree with what he said, the man is going all in. And again, am I supposed to be mad at him for that? Do I have to recap the last four years for you? I'd be a little salty too. Bad Jesse's winning. And like Trump points out here, where in the world is the DOJ and FBI? Do they only investigate Republicans now?
3: Look, this whole thing is a terrible situation. This should have never been allowed to happen. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an embarrassment to our country. All over the world, they're talking about it. And yeah, I would consider a special prosecutor. Because, you know, this is not a counsel. It sounds so nice. I went through three years of a special counsel, prosecutor. I call prosecutor because it's a much more accurate term. They spent $48 million, Weissman and all Trump haters. They spent $48 million, That was the Mueller investigation. They went through taxes, they went through everything. For 48 million, you look at everything. And they found no collusion, no nothing. They found nothing. After friends of mine said, you must be the cleanest guy in the world. Because nobody could have gone through an examination like that, and then they announced we have no collusion. There was none.
4: Is that salty? Yeah. Does he have every right to be? You tell me. Do you have every right to be? Do I? Maybe I'll get there tomorrow. I'll let you know if I do. I'm not all on board with the peace and calm train yet. Sorry. Now, natural medicines and holistic healing approaches, they are known, known to help alleviate things like joint pain, sleeplessness, anxiety. You going through any of that? I know you are. I I see my emails. I know you are. But how are you supposed to choose? What are you supposed to choose? Look, I choose CBD. But which one? There's a new CBD sign on every street corner. There's one in the gas station. There's CBD everywhere. Please don't just buy it anywhere. Buy CBD you can trust. And that's why doctors trusted CBD company. They knew this was a problem. They went and researched the entire industry and they found the best ones. That's why they teamed up with B-Best Organics, which is made in the USA. Go. Doctorstrustedcbd.com. That's where you buy your stuff. Use the promo code JESSE. That gets you free shipping and 10% off. Doctorstrustedcbd.com. We'll be back. Joining me now, dude's quickly becoming my favorite guest around here, Jeff Charles with RedNation.com, LibertyNation.com, and co-host of the Red and Black Show. Jeff, tell me something. Do people actually want liberty? Do they? Is this something that the human condition craves? I I, I know you do. I know I do. Is this something people want? You know, that, that's an excellent question. I think that there... I think...
1: I would say most people do want actual liberty and i think other people say they want liberty but they really don't i think that people have misconceptions as to what liberty means and what freedom means and what that would look like in a republic like ours but i think i think that that probably maybe i wouldn't say 60 percent of people want liberty i put it more like between 50 and 55 percent um and i really think it really just depends on What they perceive to be liberty and what what it means to be free
4: okay so 50 55 percent of the people on the planet want liberty then did we screw up with this whole thing i mean look i'm as american as apple pie i love it greatest country in the history of the world blessed to be here if we designed a country to be free and half the people don't even want it did we screw up with the design
1: no, not at all. I mean, I mean, if you create a country based on liberty, that doesn't mean that everybody who lives in that country is going to want it. Now, they're going to benefit from it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to buy into the ideas that, that a free nation would be founded on. I mean, we see that today. I mean, it, as far as the far left goes, the more authoritarian crowd, they're not as big on liberty. And I would even, I would even dare to say even on the right, there are authoritarians on, on the right, who do prefer a certain type of statism. So I think the bottom line, it just depends on, you know, do you wanna be free or not? And even though we live in a free nation, there will be people who want to change that. So it's on us as people who actually prefer liberty to push back against that and make sure that they don't change us into a nation that is less free.
4: See, that's the part I'm struggling with right now, though, Jeff, is the pushback against it. I'm a small government guy. I want government to wee, teeny tiny. However, I realize, at least what we've done so far, that small government mentality has not been equipped to combat the left. It just it's failed. It absolutely has failed. People are drifting already towards that authoritarianism that I don't want, that you don't want. However, that's what opposes communism in history. That's what has always opposed communism. I don't want that. At the same time, I sit back and say, hey, that's what you get, you small government types. If you didn't want to stop them, now we're going to get stuck with the dictator. You know what?
1: I'm in 100% agreement with that. I mean, that's something that I call out a lot. And that's one of the things I'm going to be working on as far as using my platform to promote... Not just the idea of liberty, but promote the idea that hey, we need to fight for this. I mean, if we don't do anything, it's going to be taken away from us. Even people who are on the far left and want more and want a more authoritarian government are are even using the ideas of freedom to promote what they want, but and to promote themselves politically. Like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is a great example. Now we know she wants a huge government, but at the same time. She's very savvy in how she um, and how she brands herself and how she brands her whole movement. Like he, she recently, she she raised two hundred two hundred thousand dollars for coronavirus relief just by playing a, a video game called Among Us, which I'm familiar with because my kids got me hooked on it. That's a free that's a free market principle. We should be the ones doing that, not her. So I, I'm in, in full agreement with you on that. And and unfortunately. Democrats have found better ways to to even use some of our principles to promote their authoritarian ideology. We need to start thinking of more innovative ways to sell our ideas to the rest of the country.
4: Do we even try to sell them? I've been frustrated, extremely frustrated with the GOP really all the time, but especially in the past couple of years. With trying to sell liberty. Instead, it seems all the time they just want to cave so much of that ground, give so much of that ground to the left and argue on their playing field instead of completely reshaping the argument. So you know how
1: how Trump turned the left into reactionaries? Like if he says that he likes water, progressives will promote dying from thirst, basically. They react to him. <laughs> well, you know what? That is what we do with the left. And we've been doing it for decades, Jesse. Like, it's almost like all of our political positions are based on what the left is doing. They set the tone, they have an idea, and all we do is knock it down, which we should. We should attack their ideas, we should attack their policies because they're trash. But the problem is that, what are we gonna replace? Instead of just harping so much on what the Democrats are doing wrong, we need to put forth our our ideas and say, this is where we need to go. That's trash, and here's what we're offering offering that is a much better solution. So I am in agreement with you. We're, we're not really fighting for liberty the way we should be. We're, we're not fighting very smart. We're just reacting to what the left does and still allowing them to set the, set the tone and the, and the tone and the tenor of the debate.
4: It's flu season, and plus, it's it's just time where everybody's going to be home more. They're going to be home. They're going to be inside more. I don't think there's any question about it. The coronavirus cases are going up. Then we're going to have more and more lockdowns, more masks, more lectures, more mandates. When does this end, Jeff? I think it is the most naive thing in the world when people say, well, it'll end when people get the vaccine. These scumbag politicians aren't giving things back once they get the vaccine. It's going to
1: end when we force it to end. It's going to end when we decide that we're tired of it and we're not going to take it anymore. And honestly, I mean, again, this is something that the left does well. We're going to need to take to the streets. We're going to need, I'm not saying violent, I'm I'm talking about demonstrations. I could see a resurgence, not necessarily of the Tea Party itself, but a movement like the Tea Party that just gets fed up with both parties, but especially the Republican Party, and they're going to take to the streets, and they're going to advocate for what they believe in. We saw thousands, tens of thousands of people show up for the Stop the Steel rally in D.C. a couple weeks ago. Even Antifa couldn't stop them from demonstrating. And that is something that conservatives, we've, we've lacked for years. We, we don't get out there and protest. We don't, we don't uh, and, and just for lack of better words, we don't threaten our own politicians with getting fired if they don't do what we want. I think that we're going to see a change in that. If Republic, if there are Republicans in Congress who go along with what the left wants as far as lockdowns go, at the local, state and federal level, I think that we're going to I think that we will become fed up enough to do something about it. But I think it's gonna take people like like you and I and, and plenty of others to make sure that the, these that the people on our side know what's going on and see what the left is doing, because otherwise they won't get fed up. And this is kind of where and I hate to say it, but this is kind of where we do need to play on emotions. We, facts and logic will only get you so far but when people get fed up that's when change happens so i can see that i can see that that could happen but, but i think the only danger is that people might come into um uh, what's the word uh get into a level of complacency
4: are we are we looking forward to calm i've heard this a lot from I'm, frankly my my friends on the right that well it sucks biden got elected i, I was voting for trump but at least things will calm down and it it weirds me out how many people cannot see they intentionally created the chaos so you would seek out calm and then people seeked it out
1: yeah yeah exactly i mean and i don't think things are going to calm down i think they, they will in some ways but i think you're right i think that they want us to seek out the calm so that once we have it we'll be willing to put up with a lot more but i think that we know when biden gets into office and you know black hillary his running mate they're going to have an agenda that is going to (laughs) that's going to upset a lot of people but but, i mean it's our job to make sure that people on our side know what's happening and that we look at it in a a way that's fair but also accurate so that people can see that there is a level of urgency needed even even if the white house isn't quite as chaotic it's going to take a different form and i think This it's happening on both sides. I mean, there's the establishment and then there's the non-establishment on both sides. Those two factions are going to be bumping heads. So I don't think that we're going to see a whole lot of calm happening, but I think the conflict and, and the nature of political discourse is just going to take a different form.
4: Jeff Charles, thank you so much, my man. Appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having me. It'll be interesting. It's going to be an interesting four years, no matter what. No matter which way all this stuff goes, it's going to be interesting. All right. We got more.
0: Hang on.
2: Joining me now, Ken the Court with the Media
4: Action Network. Ken, should I want Joe Biden's presidency to be cloaked in legitimacy Or should I want it to be cloaked in illegitimacy? Whatever you believe about the election, fraud, no fraud, tons of fraud, I'm having a really hard time hoping he can just have a peaceful next four years.
5: You know, I think that you can root for a president to be successful for the country and that a a four years of good things happening for the country— But I think at the same time, you can root against their ideas and concepts that, if implemented, will hurt our country. So I don't, it's a, you know, is that illegitimate or legitimate? I mean, you know, certainly what's good for the goose is good for the gander. But, um, you know, I think that we want him to succeed in in overall making this country better, assuming he becomes our president. And uh, uh, but, I, but I think we also have a, a, a very serious need to stand up and say, yeah, not that policy, not that policy, not that
4: policy. Is there a way, is there something we can do over the next four years if Biden is sworn in? Is there something we can do so the left will rethink their approach to the four years of trump's presidency because let's be honest kid they impeached the guy and nobody even remembers it because it was so absurd right. russian collusion investigation the way they conducted themselves for four years under donald trump was flat out horrific what can we do is there anything we can do now so they second so have a have a second thought about that next time they're not in power you know,
5: um, I'm kind of Johnny One Note on this, but I believe we need to look upstream. We need to start taking our fight into both the education establishment, and more importantly, we need to build up the conservative media out there. I mean, in the last five years, the media has turned from being fairly biased observers and referees for the political games to 100% biased players on 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 the field. And and if we don't build up and stop. The, the people at Twitter and the people at Facebook from, from suppressing information, from boosting up their own, from doing all the crap that they've been doing, and just got out and out doing it to an extent that we'd never seen before, and there's no problem with that, to the legacy media, if we don't build up our own mouthpieces so our, our points of view can at least be heard, we're, uh, we've got serious problems. And, and our problem is a lot bigger than Joe Biden. Look, Joe Biden didn't beat Donald Trump. If Donald Trump loses, it's because the media used him as a vessel to beat Donald Trump themselves. They're powerful, and we need to beat them.
4: Okay, how are they that powerful, Ken? I I, I want to know that, because I agree, they are powerful, but we have more outlets now than ever before. There are a trillion different ways you can consume news and information. How are they still that influential? I mean, to me, the most
5: disappointing number from election was a, I think it was a, a Harris- Uh, a harris poll that showed that 51 percent of americans believe that the laptop with hunter biden's emails on it was russian disinformation i mean that's just a shocking number for something that there was zero proof of because it wasn't true now this poor shop owner's in hiding and, 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 and 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 had to close down his business but they're that powerful because a they're willing to lie because b Look, I know we have we have we have websites and whatnot, but turn on the television and spin around from channel to channel to channel to channel. Oh, and there's Fox, channel to channel to channel. It's it's a it's a huge overload. And then you know, go go to Twitter and post something a little bit, uh, post something a little edgier, and see the way that that they, that Google, that Facebook, can manipulate information and are proudly doing it now. It's it's uh, they're very very powerful despite the rise in other voices like this, and and OAN and some of some of some of the the kind of conservative voices out there. We're still playing an 85 to 15 percent game in that world
4: how do we stop it? Or do we just have to plan on weathering if Biden's sworn in? Do we have to plan on weathering the next four years? Because I thought big tech and the news, as you pointed out, they were obviously very aggressive while Trump was president. When they no longer even have that to worry about, I really see them ramping things up way up over the next four.
5: You know, I think we we both need to continue to educate people because a lot of people you know they read a new york times story and they're, ah they're liberal but they don't understand that they are are liberal to the point of misleading you to to believe certain things so i think that part of it is still us pounding them when we catch them pretending to be neutral and and they're doing what they're doing um and then i i'm also a big believer that on on the tech side we need to rebuild and and build up the conservative stack from A to Z, and that's everything from social media. It's things like like Parler being a viable alternative to Twitter, and I think every conservative has a moral obligation to be on, if you're a Twitter person, to also be on Parler and, and build up that voice out there that's not going to, to try to zap you down. But it's also a lot of a lot of complicated and behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, payment processors and ISPs and content distribution networks. A lot of this brainiac, you know, high-tech stuff is being weaponized against conservatives. And we've seen it happen time after time. Try to get a conservative to to get a, a fundraiser on GoFundMe. They get zapped down as often as as not. We've seen website after website being taken down by various elements of that tech stack, and and you know these billion dollar and 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 people who are are donating and working for for candidates need to start thinking more upstream how do we level that playing field off as opposed to keep getting you know keep fighting on an unlevel playing field i mean i've had to deal with the concept of liberal media my whole life i I'd, I'd like to by the time i die have it be at least a 55 45 game that's not too much to ask for
4: i like this thinking upstream idea keep us posted on that. Now, back to something you said in the beginning about getting involved in education. I obviously agree 100% that's my big thing. Everything is downstream of that. How do normal people begin that process? Okay, most people don't have a don't don't have your platform. They don't. Yeah. It's what does the average ma and pa at home do if they're worried about the education of their kids and the next generation? What can they do?
5: I think a couple things. One is don't be afraid to get involved and don't just completely turn that, you know, don't don't use school as a way to babysit your kid and then be surprised when they come back and their their hair's pink and they got their fist in the air for communism. Um, um, you know, there are certainly things like the 1619 project that the that the New York Times is trying to implement in school systems. It is a bunch of crap. It is racist. It is wrong. It is revisionist history to make us all feel like yes, everything was built on the on the on the back of slavery, and that's all America is all about. So I would say on a, on a on a local level, see when things like that are being pushed down your school with free resources and free books and free tech sites coming from the New York Times on a college level it's it's parents have a lot more power but they're afraid to use it and and i, I look i sat in the same position your kid gets gets accepted to a few colleges you know you don't want to say hey this college has a better rating on us news and world report but there are a bunch of commies so let's go to this school over here but i think parents definitely need to start saying Wait a second, I'm spending $50,000 a year on on educating my kid. Maybe I should have a maybe I should have a little bit of a say in that or or at least if if you start getting parents saying, I'm not going to send my kid to this school because you've gotten out of control with the way that you're brainwashing them. That's the kind of things that can impact schools a little bit. So it's uh, and then look around for conservative groups and, and and groups in the education world. There are a handful. There are good places online. Campus reform is a good place to, to look at that, that monitor some of the craziness going on.
4: Should we be sending our kids to these universities at all, Ken? I mean, obviously, I understand there are some jobs you have to have a degree for it, but why shouldn't we be doing trade schools? If we're going to be the party of the working class and it looks like that's our future, let's be working class.
5: I think you're... Look... I think that that there are now many degrees that are irrelevant. If you want your kid to be a doctor or a dentist or a lawyer, they're going to have to go through the the processes that we as a society have set up for that because they need that certification. They need those. They have to go through certain things to be able to become that. But for most professions, I mean, the concept of just, look, when I grew up, the American dream was sending your kid to college. My parents, my dad didn't graduate from eighth grade. My mom never went to college. I was the first member of my family to do that. And they, their whole life was, we're going to get this kid into into college because that's the American dream. I think, we need to start realizing that that's not necessarily the, the the final result there. That's that a lot of parents, and it was difficult for me to do. One, two of my kids for for went the uh, the the college, the college route. And it's hard as somebody who grew up, it's like, you can either be a a blue collar job or you can go to college. That's changing now, and I think that we need to be open-minded about that. We need to have conversations with other adults our age who are looking at college or not for their kids and say, you know, really take a strong look at what you're getting and what you're losing by by sending your kid off to college because I tell you, a lot of them, you get that money and put that into a small business, that's going to be a better start in life is to have $150,000 starting a business when they're age 25, as opposed to spending that on philosophy classes that aren't really going to turn much into anything.
4: Well, look, I don't have to worry about it, Ken, Either my kids are probably going to get into college. <laughs> you, know.
5: you know what? That's, it's always helpful when you have that, that, that attitude.
4: Ken Lacourt, Media Action Network. Thank you, my man.
5: All right. Thanks for having me.
4: This prank video we're going to show you, about half the people are gonna get angry. I'll tell you which half when we show it to you. I would just say I'm gonna laugh. I've watched it about 50 times today and I'm laughing harder and harder each time. Half of you are gonna love it. The other half, I'm gonna get hate mail. All right, coming up next. All right, here we go. Maybe the best prank I've ever seen. I laughed and laughed and laughed, and I'm going to laugh again, and now it's your turn. (laughs) It's <laughs> not right. You know what? Stop laughing. It's not funny. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells, too. I'm not not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home. But just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint, your carpet. Maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever, ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me. On top of what it's done for my allergies, go get one. Get two. Be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com, promo code JESSE.